In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Bill tells the story of hunting critters with his wife in the backyard. I share my own varmint hunting stories. And we bring you an introspective episode as we ask ourselves, what are we afraid of? Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast in podcast history. I'm Brian Neal. I'm Bill Caskey. Bill's giggling at himself. He's got lots of stories. His brain is being flooded with ideas as we come to you. Halloween week. Scary, spooky mm. Halloween week. And we have a great, great topic. Uh, first of all, if you didn't get a chance to hear uh, or participate in our webinar with our friends from Chronologic that was about how to sell more with video in 2021. Now, what's great about this, our friend Aaron, uh, he it's not what Chronologic does for a living. That's not their core. Right. But he just has, it's not even a side hustle. He is really, he's got a brilliant way to leverage video and a little bit of audio live within your sales process. If you didn't join us for that, you have to go get the replay. So go to the website. You'll see a button that says Chronologic Video uh, something. Yeah. I don't remember what it says. It'll it say, you'll see it. It says, yeah, how to sell more video in 2021. Look for that button. That'll give you access to the uh, replay of that thing. And we'll email it to you. And you have to do that because there, it's just such a cool process. Yeah. I trust me of all the things we talk about, you want to get this one for sure. And this is not just how to use video at the beginning of the process. This is all yeah. the way through the sales process. So it's yes. a unique look at video. We had a great crowd on the uh, webinar itself, we want you to get access to it. So. Love that. So love to have you. Uh, topic today, we're going to talk about because, and I think we did a version of this, but we're going to do another version because it really is a great topic. I think, which is, what are we afraid of? What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Mm. Right. Mm. And so, Bill and I are going to talk about a couple things about fear and what we're afraid of and that sort of thing. Can I bring us in with a story about fear in general? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it scary? Uh, it's funny, but it may not <laughs> we'll be scary. See. We'll get into the scary stuff okay. later. I like it. Uh, we have we have noticed that there was a, a hole behind our garage in the ground, and we weren't sure if it was <laughs> like ground squirrels or mouse or snake or whatever. And so uh, my wife, Jane, decides that it's probably some kind of critter okay. that's made a home down there. So that, she went out and got a couple of traps. For our non-Indiana uh, people, critter, critter would be like a, a varmint. <laughs> right. For oh, that's, that varmint help. or critter. So that's like uh, raccoons, possum, chipmunk. Yeah. Those are yeah. critters Ground squirrels, where we live. Rats. People in California maybe. are so, they're like, huh? What? <laughs> so have. we assumed it was mice, but weren't sure. So anyway, went out and got a couple of traps. And, and um, the deal is that she catches them and I dispose of them. <laughs> <laughs> and the other day, and she'd caught a few and yeah. said, hey, they got, got a mouse, and it's usually a mouse. Sometimes it's foxes and things, but generally <laughs> it's fox. mice. No. So, and then the other day she said, hey, there's a, there's a mouse we caught overnight. you got to get rid of it before you go today. And I was busy. I was behind. I'm like, yeah. you know, it doesn't take that long, but I thought, oh, in the interest, yeah. you know. And as I was going and disposing of it, I thought, okay, let me see now. She lures these poor little creatures into the trap with peanut butter. She basically breaks their neck, asphyxiates them, but disposing of them is a bridge too far for her. That's where her scruples 
That's a bridge. She developed bridge too far. Yeah. A bridge too far. (laughs) So anyway, I thought that's funny and I had to get permission from her, but to (laughs) say that, but isn't that true? I mean, you know, my screw, oh, I'm, I'm okay with all the asphyxiation and the neck slicing and the guillotine, (laughs) but don't ask me. So I think if if we, if we ever disappear and we go on a crime spree, you know, who's going to be disposing of the bodies. It'll be me. Oh my goodness. And then it just brings back, because we live in an older part of, uh, uh, in Indianapolis here where there's, you know, there are mice uh, are very fairly frequent. And um, yeah. yeah, my uh, former spouse was absolutely mortified, terrified of these things. And I don't really like the whole process either, but I did like the process of baiting the traps. <laughs> I'd get did. the peanut butter jar out, you know, and you like spoon it on there and you uh-huh. get it so it's just ready to go, you know, and you sit it around. And then what the other thing, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, have you ever heard one go off? Oh, yeah. See, when you hear one go off, you're like, oh, oh you got to check the traps, right? <laughs> well, we had one trap disappear. Oh, we weren't God. sure whether a mouse had gotten caught and then a, a wolfhound or something <laughs> had come taking it, or whether a squirrel had gotten their tail <laughs> caught in it or something. And I promise you, listeners, Indiana's a great place. It really is. <laughs> Indianapolis is a wonderful yeah. place to live. They're like, what are these freaking hillbillies? That's right. Anyway, anyway, all right, let's talk about what we're afraid of, shall yeah. we? Why did you decide that uh, this would be a good topic? I'm curious. I'm living in fear right now. That's probably why. Um, I just think it's a good thing to explore. I think it's always because I think uh, for me, I'll start like broadly. Um, when I find myself inhibited to do things, so a for instance would be um, social media. So I go in spurts in social media, and I've been reflecting like, why do I do this? So I'll post a whole bunch of videos, and then I'll pull back, and I'll post a bunch, and I'll pull back. And then I'll interact with people I'm like, why do I do this pedal on, pedal off with social media? What am I afraid of? It's just a question I, I like to ask myself a lot. Am I afraid? What am I afraid of? Part of what I'm examining there is I'm afraid of, because you see someone with a huge following, let's say, on social media, like, oh my God, they got a million followers. There's a ton of pressure and responsibility, for me at least. Now, this could be the what's wrong. There's fear of having too many people follow. Mm-hmm. on social media because you're like okay then i'm like raises the stakes it does totally like there's a person i follow mel robbins who i just love she's great uh she had her own talk show she's written books her main book's called five four three two one which mm-hmm. is about oh, her, yeah, I remember she, that. really yeah. really enjoy mel yeah. robbins and she has a thing now that she puts on instagram she makes her bed every day she has a million followers and she said i've made a commitment to myself to make my bed every day she's like my age like 50 52 mm-hmm. she has to make her bed every day for the rest of her life or she's going to let her followers down. That's how I think about that. That's not right or healthy, but I'm, I'm afraid of putting myself in a place where I have responsibility that I don't have the freedom that I had before versus uh, Wayne Dyer who just buys a house in Maui and runs up the beach until he feels like stopping. Yeah, I doubt if he would have been all that <laughs> right? obsessed with social media. Not, not at all. He just yeah. doesn't care. So that, that's that's No, what, but he might have had people who did it too. And correct. That's, that's the thing I think that yeah. separates some of those people we can say, well, these politicians are actually doing their own tweeting. Well, they're not. No, they've got gosh, interns no. doing it. No, and so, no. depends on how big of a following you have and how much you want to invest in it. But I, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I, I thought maybe the fear topic had something to do with uh, COVID pandemic. Oh. Lots of people are kind of, uh, you know, a little uncertain right now about what the future holds. And I thought maybe that had some, and maybe it does. But well, that's an interesting part of it. You know, because I think people do have certain. It is interesting to me. Now, I see I have none of that. Are you afraid of COVID? No, I'm not afraid of the disease. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned with what's going to happen in the economy because of it. But yeah, but there's nothing I can do about that anyway. So really, it's basically what can I do about 
me in our business. And, yeah. yeah, totally. All right, so yeah. you want to do what we're afraid of? I, I just gave you one of mine. Okay, yeah, um, I was going to give uh, you one, one of yeah, mine. Yeah, please do. So this is something that I heard this quote uh, a couple of years ago from a guy named Cunningham. Mm-hmm. And he's written a book on, uh, he's a business strategist and coach. And he had this quote, and he didn't say it, and he never attributed it, but I've seen it a lot of places. And the quote goes something like this. Um, In your dying days, if you meet the man you could have been, would you recognize him? And I added the part of would you, basically the quote is, if in my di- hell on earth is to meet the man you could have been in yeah. your dying days. Hell yeah. on earth. That's hell on earth because yes. now it's like, well, now it's too late. Yes. And I added the, would you recognize them? Because sometimes I think we say, you know what? I see a little bit of resemblance. Or yeah. we say, oh my God, that's the guy I could have been. And so as part, uh, when I uh, reflect on that personally, I think, Am I being the person that I could look back on and say, mm. yeah, that's that's the Bill Caskey that could have been, or it was close. <laughs> right. And I don't, I don't, I don't get obsessed with that, but it's an interesting question to yes. ask yourself at this time, especially as you get into your 50s and 60s, is you know, I'm not gonna live forever. Yep. Got 30, 30 years ahead of me, not on podcasting, maybe. Maybe we'll <laughs> still be doing this when I'm 95. Doing, yeah, of course. But I guess the question was intriguing to me, and I thought. We should be thinking about that a little bit. Yeah, that's, so that's good. What, I don't know. That's I'm afraid that I don't, wouldn't know how to answer that question, and I'm afraid I would see somebody very different. Yes. And yet I don't want to obsess about it. So how right. do you feel about that? That's really good. I like that's deep. That's deep. And I think it's good to say, you know, you can't uh, you can't undo your life experiences, and so that we have a lot of listeners. A lot of you are in your 20s. In your thirties, yeah. in your forties, and your you know, and some of you are in your fifties. Don't do what I, I mean, did. Yeah, and you're in right. Twenties. Um, but I, I will. The the one the truth there that we know is you can't undo what you did, and you can't go back and do something that you didn't. Correct. You can't undo what you did, and you can't go back and do something that you didn't. Which to me, the fear. So I this is one of mine, um, and this is what drives me a lot to do things that I do. I have a fear of dying with a dream inside that doesn't come out. Like I have a mm-hmm. fear of That's not, same not trying. Of yeah. yeah. And not it's, going for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's more to me, it's it's about the ex, the life experience. It's like uh if there's something that someone wants to do, like I have a banjo. This is silly, but I have a banjo that I bought. I'm like, I want to learn to play the banjo. And uh it's hanging up in my studio at home. And I haven't touched it, and I know I will. But there's it, it, it gnaws at me. There's a I was listening to music on the way home from my game yesterday, and the song "Rainbow Connection" from the Muppet movie mm, came on. Yeah, great yeah. song. Kermit's yeah, great lead-in song. Music. Yeah. Great banjo music. Down, 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 And I'm like, I want to learn to play this. And so that my fear, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really upset if I get. I'm like, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do that? So I'm afraid of not doing things. You know what I mean? <laughs> They'll be wheeling you totally, through the house totally. on the gurney. Hang the on. last breath. Well, there's that banjo out. I never played. Sammy, hit me the banjo. <laughs> last note. Here we go. Last chord. <laughs> hit me that banjo. <laughs> One last chord. Right? That's Banjo jam. So that's a fear I have. I have a fear yeah. of not doing things that I dream about. I yeah. have a fear of not... And, and not about the dream coming true. It's not about that. It's about starting and trying. Yeah. You know, I want to yeah. say I'm totally fine failing. Failed a bazillion times. I'm totally okay with that. I'm not okay if I don't try and take that that next first step. What was it? uh, Who was the author that said most 
men live lives of quiet desperation and die with the music still in them. Oh. Uh, I think that may have been uh, Emerson or James Allen or somebody like that. Most men live, live, live lives, oh no, it was, it, I think it was Emerson, live lives of quiet desperation and die with the dreams or the song or the music still in them. And that's what you're talking about. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Good Here, quotes today. Here's one that I have, and this directly relates to the podcast. And I was listening to an expert on audio the other day, and they were talking about podcasting. And they were saying that the audio experience you get from podcasting without video, just the audio experience, mm-hmm. is so much more intimate mm. and so much more vital and crucial and important than the visual experience. And yet they said, we will pay a lot more for eyeballs than we will for earlobes. <laughs> That's great. And this person was with um, with Gimbal Media, who's a, I think Gimbal owns Spotify maybe, or used to. Or, or did uh, Spotify buy Gimbal? Maybe. maybe. That yeah. would be my but guess. But anyway, this lady was a, was a uh, chief strategist, and she said, audio is the secret key to connecting with customers. Yes. And then I thought, well, is it just audio or is it the audio experience? And, and my fear here is that we are giving you, our listeners, a pretty decent entertainment and instructional educational experience, but are we giving you an entire audio experience or is it just two dudes talking for 20 minutes a week? Yeah. And not that I don't think that's okay and good and acceptable, but I'm, I'm fearful that we will look back and say, man, we had 700 episodes. We never gave people a real audio experience with music, with beats, with, you know, with different things. And that is my fear that hmm. we're, we're doing okay, but are we doing all we can to really give you an, a, a better experience? That's great. I think as you're talking, I'm thinking about the consumption of that and what's the difference. The intimacy from audio... This is really good because we're but we just did a, we just let in with we did a big program on selling with video and this is not about what's right or wrong good or bad nope. at that at all but what is the what's different what's different is when I'm in in your mind audio only you can close your eyes and I can Imagine. be with you in I'm actually in your brain so I, literally audio when you're on a plane plane rides are great because you put your he- headphones in you usually make close your eyes you know and you're, I'm in your brain. I'm literally in you, with your in, in, inside your your mind. With video, I'm external to you, and that barrier, the eyeball barrier, and the device that you have to consume the video on has to be in a place where I can see it. Mm-hmm. So there's this natural barrier it. that's yeah, there. Yeah. Makes sense. I think yeah. that's a that's a really good. Uh, so you're saying thing. that the imagination yes. that comes along with yes. audio only is greater because we're not we're not deceived, we're not distracted by Absolutely. visuals. We can literally yes. sit back and close our eyes. Just like that. those people that read books and then go see the movie. That book has already formed a movie within their mind, and then they go see the movie, and they see and compare and contrast how mm-hmm. it lines up. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's better, worse, yeah. whatever. Interesting yeah, Frame idea. of reference, yeah. Yes. Okay, what's um, your next one? Something that I am uh, uh, afraid of is I am afraid that I will have, um, I'm afraid of misprioritizing life. I'm afraid of misprioritizing life. Because I, I, I go back and forth between goal achievement, life experience, get what you want, growth, personal development, rising, getting better, all these things, all these external things, right? 
the business grows, add more people, ref the Super Bowl, all these things. And yet I could sit in a cabin in the woods and be completely content and complacent. Or not complacent, but, you know, at peace, right? And having personal connections with people in that well. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm afraid that, uh, that, that I'm going to be out of balance with those things. That's a fear I have that I'm going to miss. Because, again, you can't go back and do those things. And sometimes I think of the appeal. I'm like, oh, my God, I would love to just go sit in a cabin in the woods. I wonder what that would be like. You know, isn't isn't that partially? And I'm, I'm not I'm not doing therapy here, yeah, but is, isn't it partially a season of life thing too? That you are now yeah. in a season of your life where all those things are on the table, and you might arrive at a season five years from now where you say, you know what, I just don't want to do A, B, and C anymore. Yeah, totally. And and the real the the ballsy part here is where you can come and say those three things I don't want to do that anymore because what a lot of people do is like well that that's who I identify with you right. know I'm I'm an NFL right. official right. I identify as that I can't give that up totally. who would I be totally and I think totally. we I think a lot of us do that as we and what I'm always interested in is when I see somebody who's really successful and they say yeah I was successful at that didn't want to do it sold the business I'm doing something else now I'm fishing on the Great Lakes yeah uh-huh, that's interesting yeah the, the, but I think uh, we miss the season sometimes absolutely. Um, I, I'm really interested in Adam Venateri is a first ballot Hall of Fame place kicker for the National Football League, arguably the best kicker ever, has always said when he's done, you're he you're just gonna you're not gonna see him anymore. He's just gonna disappear. He's not gonna have a big they're not gonna be a big show, they're not gonna pull yeah. him on the they're not gonna have fireworks and all this jazz. He's just gonna go. And you know what? Have you heard from him? Haven't. Seen him? Haven't, no. not a word. That is what I'm talking about. He he has this separation from identifying his career and his accolades to what is truly important to him, and doesn't it, and, they're, and they're not mixed together. I just really admire that. that he's just. You want to hear something gone. really strange that you would say that? Yes. We were watching the uh, game yesterday. Uh, my wife and her parents. Yes. And the new field goal kicker for the Colts came on. This is not a Colts thing. Yeah. And my wife says, "Who was our kicker last year?" We could not remember Vinatieri's name. Wow. He's the world. He's the, the and greatest. my ninety-two-year-old grandfather said, Are "You kidding me? It's Adam Vinatieri." <laughs> so how quickly we forget? You and do. He hasn't been in the news, so no. we've forgotten. About and he it. won't be. That's just not who he is. And having been around yeah. him on the field, he just doesn't care about those things. He yeah. loved what he did, and when it was time to stop, he's just going to stop and move on to the next. I admire that. So that was a treat for our Indianapolis, our local <laughs> exactly. football fans. And all the but, all the Raiders fans have turned us off now, and the. Texans and everybody else. But we kind of thought that it would be healthy, especially on Halloween week, to talk about some of yeah. our fears. And and I think it is. I think it's uh, it's a good conversation you to have with your partner, your spouse, your manager, yeah. or just yourself. Yes. And sit sometimes in the darkness and the still of night and just think about what part of my life is not working and is it something I'm afraid of? Am I afraid of letting it go? Am I afraid of going all in? As yep. Brian said earlier, we have lots of fears and there's nothing wrong. We, we, we get so hung up and, well, I don't want to let anybody know I've got that fear. And it's like, well, they're dealing with their own stuff, so they probably don't really care about your fears. But I think <laughs> it's true. I think it's good to acknowledge that we have some discomfort and I think this pandemic has brought on a whole new sense of self-awareness for us too. Great episode for you to do your own personal fear inventory. What am I afraid of? You will see these fears creep up all over the place. If you're a salesperson, uh, they'll creep up and they'll show themselves in the funniest of ways, right? Mm-hmm. They'll show themselves like, I don't want to call them back. I'm a little nervous to do that. I'm, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to lose the deal. All those things that we talked yeah. about that are tactical have much deeper meaning 
if you let them. Yep. It's all there, we'll tell you. So, All right, see you next time on the Advanced Selling Podcast. Make sure you go to our LinkedIn page, group page, and uh, get acclimated, get to be a member of the group if you're not already. AdvancedSellingPodcast.com slash LinkedIn. See you next time. Bye.